Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on Power Electronics technologies and products featured on PowerElectronicsNews.com and through other as Pencore Media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges, and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial, and consumer. Here is your host, Editor-in-Chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and EEWeb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Power Up. In this podcast we will talk about silicon garbide technology, SIC technology, with Guy Moxey, Senior Director of Power Products at Volspeed, a Cree company. Guy Moxey has spent his entire career in the power semiconductor industry with various rules in applications, product marketing and product line management. Volspeed, the Cree company, is a semiconductor powerhouse with more than 30 years of experience in silicon garbide. Volspeed is a vertically integrated SIC material supplier, delivering wafers and epitaxy as well as power and RF components. Volspeed product families include SIC and GAN on SIC materials, power switching devices and RF devices for use in applications such as industrial power supplies and aerospace. Silicon garbide devices are used even more in high voltage power converters with strict requirements regarding size, weight and efficiency because they offer a number of attractive characteristics when compared with silicon. SIC provides a good thermal conductivity than silicon, allowing faster heat dissipation from components. SIC MOSFET devices have much higher breakdown voltage, better cooling and temperature endurance, and can be made physically much smaller. In this podcast, we will analyze the features of silicon garbide devices for several applications, in particular MOSFET and Shotry diodes. But let's start the talking with Guy Moxie. Hi, Guy. Nice to meet you and uh, welcome to this podcast. Thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for the opportunity to have you in this new episode about uh, silicon garbide devices. The topic of uh, today, as I mentioned, is silicon garbide technology. But uh, before uh, going into details, I would like to ask you if you can introduce yourself and your company. Yeah. Hi, Maurizio. Thank you and uh, appreciate it to be part of this uh, this podcast series. My name is Guy Moxie. I work for Wolfspeed um, Silicon Carbide, and I work for the power business unit. Okay, good. So, uh, silicon garbide uh, technology. Uh, we know that uh, the demand for silicon garbide, uh, or SIC, SIC, MOSFETs and diodes, is growing, is rapidly growing, uh, particularly within uh, energy applications to, to improve the efficiency, high power density, and lower system co- cost. Uh, we can find uh, new designs in whole power conversion areas, include high power CDC and CDC converters that uh, uh, are using uh, sick fat uh, components. Uh, SIC technology uh, could not uh, uh, exploit it without the use of low inductance packaging, 
uh, in terms of packaging, what is the rule of packaging in uh, a silicon uh, carbide? How can I correctly approach a design, making, of course, uh, all uh, the right considerations and uh, selecting the right uh, sick devices, sick device or component? Yeah, I, we completely agree. We see the demand for silicon carbide in energy, automotive and industrial segments absolutely booming. And the energy segment, the renewable energy segment in particular, has been a huge business for Wolfspeed for many, many years. Um, good question about packaging. Um, there's a saying within the industry, the silicon carbide industry, you know, why should you put a, a race car engine into a delivery van? Which is the kind of the 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 yeah. um, comparison that you're you're reaching to, and it's very true. Silicon carbide is the race car engine, and Wolfspeed are the first people to release fully optimized packaging around silicon carbide to really exploit the advantages. We have the HM3 module series. We have the XM3 module series, for example, that are completely new module packages designed and optimized purely for silicon carbide. Power density, current carrying capability, and package inductance being the particular areas of focus. Doing this, we can really exploit the virtues of our silicon carbide. But Maurizio, to be honest, when you look at mm -hmm. the market for silicon carbide, what's being used, still a lot of it is in standard silicon Packages, TO247s, D2 packs, that you know, modules, 62 millimeter modules, for example. The, the market space is very familiar with these packages. And still, silicon carbide has a significant advantage even in the legacy silicon packages because it basically creates less loss. It works harder for what it does and creates less loss compared to silicon. So it still works incredibly well in the standard packages we have today. And we at Wolf Speed, let's take a discrete part, a TO247, the workhorse of a silicon carbide MOSFET discrete. We at Wolfspeed were the first people to introduce mm -hmm. the four-lead TO247 for silicon carbide with the Kelvin source. And just by simply adding a Kelvin source to bypass that package source inductance, you see 20 to 30% reduction in switching loss. So I think the message is there are some really good optimized packages coming on board now for silicon carbide that you can take you to the completely the next level beyond reach of anything that we've seen before but also by just smart common sense use of the silicon packages that you see today silicon carbide can still be a tremendous product in terms of components, silicon carbide uh, shortly uh, diode uh, is designed for high frequencies which the mode power supplies. Uh, I can mention uh, some parameters uh, such as uh, highly stable switching uh, performance, high forward surge capability, IFSM, extremely fast reverse recovery time. Uh, in terms of this uh, parameter, uh, parameters which are what are the next challenges and uh, can you do an example of most case of application with silicon carbide diodes 
Thank you for asking a question about diodes. They often get overlooked. You know, they're overshadowed by the silicon carbide MOSFETs and modules. Mm -hmm. But the diode has been the workhorse of the silicon carbide industry for a very long time. Yeah. And yeah, the parameters you mentioned, Maurizio, I would say forward volt drop, adding to those parameters, being incredibly low. And of course, the reverse recovery are the advantages of the silicon carbide diode. It's interesting. If you can have an application that can switch hundreds of kilohertz. Let's take, for example, in a DC to DC uh, power supply, the secondary side is typically, you know, synchronous rectification is typically a diode at hundreds of kilohertz. Yes, this is where the reverse recovery really comes in. But I would say the biggest application still for 650 volt, in particular, silicon carbide mm -hmm. diodes, is still that PFC boost diode in a in a PFC power supply, and that's really still only switching 70, 80 kilohertz maximum due to EMI conditions of the whole system. It's not the diode that's restricting that, but even at lower switching frequencies, having 10,000 times less reverse recovery than the best silicon diode on the market. And I'm saying 10,000, it's actually probably slightly more, but 10,000 times less reverse recovery, even at, even at 60 kilohertz, makes yeah. a huge difference in a power supply. So yes, technology for silicon carbide diodes is gonna keep lowering the VF, It's gonna keep increasing surge capability. We talked about packaging earlier on, you know, lowering the inductance of the packaging is going to help the overall system as well. So you're still seeing advancements in silicon carbide diodes, but at very high frequencies, at mid frequencies, and still at low frequencies, they have a huge impact today. Despite the latest generation of silicon MOSFETs and IGBT are still good solutions, in many cases, transistor functionalities in the wide band gap materials, such as silicon carbide, of course, offer a new degree of design flexibility for the achievement of new target requirements for high power, in particular for the thermal features. How is technology evolving in this way? Well, I think when you talk about thermals, it's the nemesis of any power semiconductor, to be honest, not just silicon carbide. You've got to get the heat out. Yeah. And, you know, I've been in this, this business, blimey, 25 years, and most of that was from silicon. So I'm pretty very familiar with the advancements of silicon, and it's good stuff. Okay, there's no doubting that. It's doing a great job. Um, but still the same problems. You know, people want lower-cost components, the way to get lower cost components typically is reduce the die size. That's the way the bit this business works, which is great. Yeah. You get more diaper, more diaper wafer. Okay. However, when you reduce the die size, technology allows you to do that. You know, in silicon carbide, our generation two MOSFET, which was the biggest die size in the market, was a 90 amp chip. Okay. Today, we still have the biggest die sizes in the market, the, the highest current parts in the market. And, you know, now for the same die size, we're getting 130 amps. So we're getting yeah. more for tiny pieces of silicon carbide, more current, more work. The problem is you've got to get the heat out. And the same with silicon as well. So it's the same fundamental issues. You reduce the die size but you've still got to get the heat out. 
Now, silicon carbide creates less loss. It's got lower switching losses than silicon. It has a better flatter RDS on curve against silicon for, for your you know, conduction losses. So it creates less loss. But fundamentally, it's a smaller chip size due to its you know, due to its properties. And so, yeah, it is a huge challenge to get the heat out. So what we're doing, we're optimized, we're optimizing packaging, we're thinning the dye, we're looking at dye attach. Everyone in the market, silicon did this because they have the same challenges. They're looking at uh, lead frame connecting the top sides of the of the dye. Any way to get the heat out in a quicker better way and spread the heat is what our packaging engineering um, communities are looking at. Great. So I would like to, to talk with you about uh, reference design. So to help reduce uh, design resource investment and uh, enable fast characterization of power products, I think it's important to offer a wide array of reference design to better understand the capability of the silicon carbide devices technology. What is Volspeed, the Cree company, doing in this part? This is one of our main activities, Maurizio. You know, the market for silicon carbide now, the customer base is not mm -hmm. saying, what is it? Eight years ago, they're asking what it is. Yeah. You know, four years ago, they were asking, is it going to be cost effective enough? Is it going to be reliable enough? All of those things have been answered. It's being adopted in mega volume now, and it has been for a series of years. So the customer base today, the biggest questions we get is how do I use it? I've got a design. I see silicon carbide has significant value in my mm -hmm. design. How can you help me design my system around silicon carbide quickly no one has has infinite time you know no one has infinite resource either so mm -hmm. what we can do to help our customers understand how our silicon carbide works and how it fits into their system is a big deal so we do a lot of work around fundamental um, evaluation hardware simple mm -hmm. half bridges simple bucks simple boosts where customers can have them, they can plug them in, and within 30 minutes, they are seeing how our silicon carbide operates in a fundamental circuit. That's a huge level of understanding very quickly. But then to take it to the next level, you look at our, our design and support tool page on our website, we have a lot of reference designs covering as many main applications as we can, we can cover. And this, we give or supply to customers, whether it's a digital design kit or physical hardware. And this helps the customer look at a system as proof of concept. Now they may choose to copy that, copy that reference design. Great. Mm -hmm. This is not a full production, you know, off-board charge. You can't put it to the side of the road, but it's a fundamental design. And it helps speed up their design cycles. And the good thing about power electronics the way I like it anyway, because I'm a simple person, mm -hmm. is that there's only, a, there's only a handful of common topologies. It's a buck, it's a boost, it's a half bridge, it's a full bridge, it's a six pack, it's an inverter, it's an inverter, converter. It's all the same fundamental technologies. So we can reuse a three-phase PFC reference design 
in an off-board charge system. We can reuse it for an active front end for a motor drive. We can reuse that reference design for a, a PFC filter for a welding machine. So, you know, our reference designs are multi-interoperable to lots of applications too. Excellent. So, with the introduction of the silicon garbage devices, also uh, circuit simulation tools have been very important to define better the, the behavior of the system before the, the design, of course. Uh, what do you think in this, uh, in this way? So, what do you think about the circuit, circuit simulation tools? Uh, what are the challenges for the next simulation tools? Simulation ability is critical especially when you're using silicon carbide because generally you are modifying an existing silicon system to something better mm -hmm. and there's the old saying you know simulate twice build once so if you get it right on the simulation it saves you a tremendous amount of time on the on the, the on the design and build of the physical hardware so simulation tools are critical they are getting good for silicon carbide, particularly around the device modeling, the SPICE modeling, the PLEX modeling. There's some great um, simulation tools. We have them on our websites around the device. But the most important thing is improving the system level simulation around silicon carbide and particularly modeling correctly the circuit inductance and the parasitics. We can model and um, we have models readily available that are brilliant device level models. We are now continuing that into system level because it's the parameters around the silicon carbide devices that have huge effects. We have our own speed fit simulation tool, which is a power dissipation simulation tool on the web. We are moving our spice modeling to be more system level modeling because designers need to know how the parasitics affect the circuit level performance mm -hmm. and get it right in the simulation and then it makes your design and build much much simpler yeah excellent thank you so much guy thanks for uh, this great talking uh, it's been a, a very pleasure to know more about silicon carbide devices thank you guy thanks Maurizio. been a, a wonderful opportunity and i really appreciate it thanks thank you and stay safe Thanks again, Guy. Thanks to Voltspeed, the Cree company. Packaging is very important for silicon carbide. It creates less loss compared to silicon, as Guy told us. Technology for silicon carbide diode is going to keep lowering the VF, is going to keep increasing surge capability. Lowering the inductance of the packaging is going to help the overall system as well. With the advent of technology, it's important to have a good offer of reference design. The biggest questions we get, as the guy told us, is how do I use it? Silicon carbide has a significant value in my design. How can you help me design my system around the silicon carbide quickly? How silicon carbide works and how it fits into their system is a big deal. So, as guy told us, Full Speed, a Cree company, is doing a lot of work around fundamental evaluation, hardware, software and others from reference design point of view. In all of these, simulation tools are critical. They are getting good for silicon carbide, particularly around the device modeling, the SPICE modeling. 
As Guy told us, the most important thing is improving the system level simulation around silicon carbide and modeling correctly the circuit inductance and the parasitics. Thank you everyone. See you next episode. Goodbye.